Everybody, welcome back to Mothership Connection, your place for groceries and motioneries. Stop motion movies on your head. But oh uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the last episode we did on movie trilogies. Uh, it's gotten quite a few listens so far, so that indicates to me that you did. That's what I just said in my crazy voice. That you did. So yeah, but thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. I truly do. Uh, podcast is moving along very smoothly this year. Um, 3,300 listens total of all time. So 700 more listens I need this year to get to 4,000. As you know, I you know, I always try to get to 1,000 every year. So I'm 700 away. Um, and if you have any episode ideas, or if you'd like to be on an episode, um, hit me up at my Twitter, or if you know me in real life, uh, text me, call me, um, channel me through the ether, anything you have to do, uh, <clears throat> to get my attention. Um, I'm a simple man with simple things. I'm just a boy, so I'm not hard to please. So just, you know, if you want to be on an episode, or if you have an episode idea, or if you have any, uh, adulations or criticisms or anything like that, let's let me know. Um, I'll take them into consideration. Um, Yeah. Garrett. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, I've already said that three times, but that is fine. I one take these. I don't, I'm not your normal podcast, you know, that has like everything figured out before I start talking, you know. Um, I just do it off the top of my head, cuff of my arm, uh, crease of my jeans, um, my, the, the paloo of my Lala, anything, you know, but uh, yeah. But today we're going to talk about a movie franchise that I like quite a bit. Um, the sequel got delayed because of COVID. Um, but hopefully they'll be releasing the uh, the fourth movie here soon. Um, this is, of course, the uh, Kingsman uh, movie franchise, which I don't think I've done an episode on yet. And if I did, I'm going to be really embarrassed for doing it again. Because <clears throat> there's some episodes I've done twice, but the second version has been called Revisited, and I was fully aware. Fully aware. Ah! Uh, that's that that Flyleaf song, Fully Alive, but I changed the lyrics to be aware. Like Andre Ware, the old quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Number 11, don't you know? Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about the Kingsman movies. If you're not familiar, there's three of them so far. Two um, 
regular movies, and then one was a prequel. All three of which are very enjoyable. The second one especially is one of my favorite movies. It really is. The second one's awesome. The first one's cool, too. Uh, the prequel is a little bit different, but you can expect that because it took place like 60 years ahead of the first movie. Maybe 50 years. I don't know. Way before the first movie, at least. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we'll talk about the Kingsman. We'll talk about that. Um, talk about some other stuff. Life, love, lust, and faith. Um, that, of course, being the title of a 30 Seconds to Mars album, which, ironically enough, is their worst album. <laughs> Um, that album strayed so far away from what they originally were, it's really hard to listen to. Um, there's a couple of good songs, but for the most part, it's trash. Look at that bag over there. Take out the drag. Um, yeah. I'm a garbage man, baby. I'm a garbage man, girl. I take out the trash in my slacks. I need a new belt. Rubber ducky in the bathtub. Rubber dub dub. Don't tug a guy. And when I say guy, I mean you wang. Don't beat off in the bathtub. Other people have to use it too. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I hope you're enjoying your Sunday. Um, that's not an ice cream Sunday. It's the actual day, Sunday. So get your head out of that sugar factory, girl, and come give me some sugar, bitch. Gonna make me happy with your mouth. <laughs> How ridiculous the way people talk to each other. Yo, girl, you're gonna make me happy with your mouth. Oh, God, life is so funny. And people don't even pay attention to how funny it is. But yeah, I hope you're enjoying your Sunday. Um, <clears throat> if, I have, uh, if I was eating a Sunday right now, I would be, um, of course, vanilla ice cream base. I don't mind touching this before, but people get all creamed up about fucking ice cream. And they want all these exotic flavors like Graham Central Station or, or toffee or chocolate raspberry truffle CRT. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, JGL. But uh, vanilla is probably the best ice cream. I mean, honestly, you don't need anything other than vanilla. You can dress it up however the fuck you want, you know? Um... Same thing with pizza. Like, I love... On, on my pizza, I prefer to have pepperoni and banana peppers. But I'm down with just a plain cheese pizza. I mean, who isn't? You know? How arrogant do you have to be to expect toppings? You know? You fucking piece of shit. You expect toppings? You know? Toppings are good, but you know what? Plain-ass cheese pizza is fine, too. Especially if you're at a rest stop and there's a Sabaro. Oh! <clears throat> when I was having my horrible panic attack on the way to Hershey last year... I stopped at a rest stop and got a big Sbarro slice. Big old slice. It was pretty good, but it was just cheese. It was fine. Like I said, poppy toppings are good. Then the ultimate pizza toppings are pepperoni and banana peppers. And sometimes if you want to throw some red onions on there too, that's fine. Um, and if you engage in that debate where it's like, you just pineapple belong on pizza, just shut the fuck up. I'm so sick of these fucking dinner party topics that come up in the world all the time. Um, Seriously, like you sit at a dinner party and like, oh, here's a side of bacon and we're going to play bridge. And oh, do you think there should be pineapple on pizza? It's like, uh, check, please. Get me the fuck out of this dinner party. You know what I mean? Is there fondue? Then I'm fucking leaving. You know what I mean? Like, give me fondue. <clears throat> you want to win my friendship? Which is very valuable, by the way. <laughs> then give me fondue. Like, I don't know. I've talked about this before, but why did the world turn against fondue? You're just dipping shit in cheese, man. 
Like, what could be better than that? Three cheeses and you dip, you know? Like, what's hard about that? And instead you go, and it's like, oh, here's this. I made some my, my own crackers with some celery salt. And we, we have some water for dipping. And then later the girls will be sniffing wine. It's like, I got to go, you know? I, I have to go, I don't know, count the lines in my jeans and my denim, my denim lines. Any, anything other than listening to wine... Uh, the typical topics like, oh, pineapple on pizza. Oh, do you think Uranus is a planet? Uh, do you think this? Do you think that? Like, small talk drives me off the fucking wall. It really does. Small talk. Like, oh, what about that weather? Oh, did you see the game? That's like on The Office when Michael's like, oh, did you see the game? And they're like, which one? He's like, any of them. <laughs> it's just stupid fucking small talk. A dinner party, um... <clears throat> what's the right word? I don't know. Dinner dinner party bullshit. Um, how come no one ever has, has lunch parties anymore? You know, come in for a light lunch, talk for a couple hours, and get the fuck out of there. You know? Me and Babe got shit to do, like nothing. What's better than doing nothing? <clears throat> oh, you, this is going to surprise you, but I literally am watching this woman that... She went into Walmart. I'm in the Walmart parking lot in Weirton, by the way staring at their satanic logo of the uh, sun god Ra. Um, but this woman got out of a different car, and now she's putting groceries into another car, which I'm assuming is probably her husband. He might be here too, or vice versa. But it's kind of strange, you know, when you see somebody get out of one car, and then they, they put the groceries in another car. Oh, now she's politely putting her cart back, which is a fucking miracle in Weirden. With the Weirden Walmart parking lot is typically just a graveyard, uh an absolute tribute to laziness of this town of limping fucks. Everyone in this town is a fucking limp. Um, did they just leave their shopping carts everywhere? Like in, in the, in the parking spots, just randomly in the, the parking lot and the little, the little mud and grass part of the Walmart stuff. Like they just leave their shit everywhere. It, it's unbelievable how like a whole town can just be like lazy fucking scum. And I mean, I, I, that happens everywhere. It's not like a, it's not exclusive to Weirton, West Virginia, but it's uh, it really annoys the shit out of me. Like at Sam's Club in Robinson, people do that all the time too. They'll just like they'll park against like where the grass is and just jam their shopping cart into the grass. And it's like, lady, and this isn't a blanket statement, but it's usually women. It is. It's like, lady, the shopping cart return is literally like twenty feet away, and you're just gonna jam it into the grass and leave. You know, um, I I just don't get it. And to me, that's just like a basic. I don't even know if it's having manners. It's just like a basic part of society. Like, put your fucking cart back. Um, and I've also noticed a trend, too. I think I might have talked about this before. Um, where people go to self-checkout, and then they bag their stuff up and just leave their cart at the self-checkout register and walk away. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? That's what I wish there was, like, an etiquette robot that would just show up and slap the shit out of people for being stupid. Because robots are allowed to slap anybody. You know what I mean? That's kind of like a, a a thing in the robot lexicon is just uh, robots can slap anybody. But when you're being a dickhead, like a robot should just show up and beat the fuck out of you. Same thing in, in when you're in traffic and someone's being an asshole. There should be like traffic timeout where like you don't get a ticket, you don't get a fine, but they make you like go to like this really disgusting parking lot for like an hour and just stay there to think about what you did. It's kind of like sending your kid to the corner when they're bad. Because sometimes there's people that are being such assholes in traffic, and it's not really against the law, but it's against, like, human decency. 
So there should be like a little, uh, once again, like, and I, I know I'm very much against the police state, but if they're just policing politeness and common courtesy, I, I think I'm fine with that. But when you're being a dickhead in traffic, some little fucking like magnetic helicopter looking robot thing should just come up, grab your car from the top with its magnet and pull you out of traffic and drop you off in this horrible hellish boneyard. Where cats dare, by the way. The hellish boneyard where cats dare, my lord. But uh, they should just drop you there and you have to sit there for like an hour and be like, okay, you thought you were going to be late now. Well, you can sit here for an hour and be late, you know? And I hate when people are zipping through traffic and it's like, I'm going to be late. It's like, did you wake up on time or did you lay in bed rubbing your fucking clit all day or beating your fucking dick before you had to go? You know what I mean? Like people, anytime someone's like, oh, God, I'm in a big rush and be late. It's like, you probably were fucking around all day, you know, probably rubbing that puss. Stroking that thing, doing God knows what else, you know. If you leave on time, you'll be on time. That's that's not something bad. And, you know, there's plenty of people that are late. I get it. But I'm never late. I almost never. I've been late very few times in my life. Because um, I think it's, I don't know, it's rude to be late, honestly. That's like when you should, at work. It's like if you're scheduled to work at 3, you're on the line working at 3. You don't stroll in at 3.10 and be like, hey, guys. How's the weather? How about that pineapple on pizza, huh? Um, and by the way, it doesn't belong on pizza unless it's Hawaiian pizza. And that's the truth of it all. You know what I mean? Um, and the bigger the bigger travesty is putting ham on pizza. You know? Um, but yeah, next time you're at a dinner party and they start bringing that shit up, just be like, check, please. Get me the fuck out of here. You know? And then you tell your significant other, why the fuck did you bring me here? You fucking dick. <laughs> it's like, I love you, but you're an asshole. That's like on Eastbound and Down when he's telling that girl he's <laughs> On Eastbound and Down when he's telling that girl he's dating. He's like, hey, I love you, but you have clothes like a dickhead. <laughs> Eastbound and Down is so fucking funny. It really is, man. Um, it really is. It's, it's so fucking great. I love you. But you have clothes like a dickhead. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to talk about the Kingsman here once I get to it. Um, going through our normal preamble of me talking and ranting, and that's fine. Uh, but seriously, fondue. Let's 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 get fondue going again. Let's start some gra- a grassroots campaign to get people back into fondue. I've noticed there's fondue sets at all the stores again recently, so hopefully people are getting back to it. But like I said, it's just, how could you be against dipping... Whatever the fuck you want in awesome cheese, you know? Isn't that what we all did as kids? That was like the, like the best thing. Wake up and it's like, hey kids, time for some cheese. And it's like, yeah, it is. Thanks. Let me put on my Ninja Turtle shirt and get my fucking BK Lights shoes on and get down there. BK Lights. British Knights. They were the shoes that had the little glow. Um... And they should make shoes where, like, you uh, you can squeeze, kind of like those pump shoes, but when you pump it, it, it makes, like, a meow sound or, like, a screaming sound. You know how much I would crack up if somebody showed up with their shoes and started pumping the tongue, and it was like, meow, meow, or if you pump the tongue and it's like, meow, meow. <laughs> That's, like, also, why don't they, did I talk about this shit, why they should make bras with googly eyes on the nipples? You know how funny that would be? Dude, if, if I saw, if some girl showed up and she was wearing a bra with googly eyes on it, I'd be like, uh, marry me right now. 
because you get it. You understand that life's supposed to be funny. I would crack up so hard and probably get a raging boner if I was getting all hot and heavy with some girl and went to go take her shirt off and her bra had googly eyes on the fucking nipples, you know? That's a girl that gets it, you know? And she will get it. Uh, consistently and thoroughly. Uh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, they should do stuff like that. Like, life should just be funny, you know? Like, there should be googly eyes on the nipples on bras. Like, I don't understand why there's not, you know? Um... I don't know, or some girls wearing panties where the ass just said X and only. It'd be hilarious. It would. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. You know? So yeah, get the get the pump shoes, get on Shark Tank, talk to Lori Grenier after I fucking rock her world and um cock her rip. And tell her to get on the uh, googly eye bras and the uh, the pump shoes that meow and scream. Um It'd be hilarious. That's the same thing if like if my waitress at the, at the rest at a restaurant would come to the table with our drinks and be like, open your yaps, boyos. Marry me, please. Now. We can even skip the wedding. We'll just go get some pizza. Toppings, please. <laughs> we don't have to get married. Let's just go get a big old slugs. We can share our pizza, Lady in the Tramp style, you know? And you know what won't be on that pizza? Fucking pineapple. Assholes. Um, but yeah, that, that's the kind of shit that makes life funny. But yeah, if some waitress showed up and was like, open your yaps, boyos. (laughs) Oh, God, I would love it. I would. I'd be, uh, what's the word? Um, Cupid's chokehold. Is that that the phrase from the song? Or uh, what's what's the uh, term for Tex Avery, that wolf in the cartoons whose heart would pump out of his shirt and his eyes would get real big and start stomping on the ground? That's Tex Avery, right? The wolf. I don't know. That's like I said before, when you gotta you gotta dress like a cartoon wolf during your job interview. <laughs> Same thing. If I was interviewing somebody and they showed up dressed like a cartoon wolf in a zoot suit, I'd be like, oh, you can start right now. <laughs> it's like I'm a ten time felon. It's like, yeah, but you know what? You you had the confidence to wear a zoot suit, so let's get going. Zoot suit riot. Something something bottle of beer. Sorry, I'm sipping my drink from um uh, Yeah, I don't know. Kinda weird. Oh no, I'm sipping my drink from Taco Bell. I got my annual or my weekly Sunday uh breakfast from Taco Bell. Every Sunday morning I go and get my groceries for the week and I get the uh the breakfast box from Taco Bell. It's six dollars. You get a hash brown, a crunch wrap, a drink, and Two little Cinnabon Cinnabites. Six bucks. You can't beat that. They don't have some trendy commercial like Wendy's where it's like, here's our biggie bag. Get our biggie bag. Come to Wendy's. Get our biggie bag. We are friendly. Wendy's. Friendly. Wendy's. Friendly. Let's cut the whole thing off. By the way, I fucking hate Wendy's. And if you ever bring me Wendy's, I'm going to uppercut you through the fucking dome that we live under. Wendy's, I said this at nauseum. Wendy's fucking sucks. It sucks. It used to be fine. Like, Wendy's used to be acceptable. It's fucking terrible now. It really is. Um, and their commercials are so obnoxious. It's like, hey, look, we got Reggie Bush running with a running with a hash brown. It's like, Reggie Bush has been out of the league for 10 years. Like, get a current player. You can't get Aaron Darnold to fucking eat your stupid shit, you know? I don't know. 
Wendy's sucks. It does. All those fast food places suck pretty much. Like McDonald's is horrendous. It really is. They serve you human meat. Like all that red makeup around Ronda McDonald's mouth. It's not to be a clown. That's all the blood of the children he's been eating. Grimace? Grimace was originally a horrible villain character with like tentacles. Um, Mayor McCheese, he raped so many people. I don't even know the other. The Hamburglar? I don't know what he's all about. Mac tonight, the, the guy with the big moon head? Um, yeah, McDonald's, it's, they feed you human meat. They, they help traffic all the children and then they put them in the burgers. So next time you're eating a McDonald's hamburger, just remember, so there's some missing kid in there. Ronald McDonald's been eating blood, adrenochrome, nonstop. You know what I mean? Yes, there's no clown that has to have that much red makeup around their fucking mouth. And Ronald McDonald's an inverted lesbian anyway. They play him off as a fucking man, but he's 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 got a fucking monkey hole, you know? Um, I don't know. It'll all be revealed in time. But yeah, McDonald's feeds you human meat, you know? And it was funny, too, when they got caught serving people kangaroo meat, and everyone was like, well, that's actually like much leaner, better meat for you. <laughs> but yeah, Ronald McDonald is one of the head pedophiles. Uh, that's what he represents. Him and Stephen Colbert, that fucking piece of shit. What a fucking clown he is. He's a big pedophile rapist, too. He's in full panic mode because he's about to get exposed. Uh, but yeah, let's let's get into the end. <laughs> McDonald's thing's true. Look it up. The McDonald's, they traffic children nonstop. Um, your hamburger has some kid from Luxembourg that went missing in it, you know. But I digress. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That was, digress was like one of the worst Thundercats. I think she was like a, a Thundercat character. But uh, she was a wealthy dowager. But yeah, let's get into the episode. We're going to talk about Kingsman. Like I said, there's three movies currently. The fourth one got delayed. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get into the episode. All right? You know what I'm saying? Mountain Crash. Put my overalls in the washing machine. Oh, and I'd like to thank our sponsor today. It's uh, Stern Lecture Plumbing. Um, we're going to go ahead and do their theme song. And a one. And a two. And don't give a... And a one. And a two. And don't get a bonnaroo. X's have O's. Panties have hoes. Donuts have holes. It's plumbing in the morning with Frankie and Grecky. I told you not to flush that. Yeah. Our first caller here on Frankie and Grecky. Uh, first caller, what's your plumbing issue? Where we go? <laughs> X's have O's. Panties have hoes. Donuts have holes. It's Frankie and Grecky. Plumbing in the morning. Yeah! <laughs> Frankie with spelled P-H-R-A-N-K. Isn't that right, Granky? You got that Frankie! Frankie and Grecky from Stern Lecture Plumbing. Stern Lecture Plumbing. I told you not to flush that. <laughs> but let's get into the episode, all right? Zip! Hey, everybody. Welcome back. That was, uh, you know, a little word from our sponsor there. Stern Lecture Plumbing with Frankie and Grecky. Um, yeah. They're in conjunction with our other sponsor, which I've mentioned before, our, the Caveman Bar, uh, Primordial Booze. Um, every girl gets a free bone with pur- purchase of margarita. Starting this month, we have the Grapefruit Margarita. And we have the uh, lemon pepper wings. So come down to Primordial Booze. 
wear your uh, caveman outfit and cave girl outfit. Um, you know, respect the conglomerate and get yourself some nice, uh, some nice appetizers and meals at the uh, Primordial Booze Bar, located downtown by the church. We'll keep the lights on for you real late. Kitchen open till 3 a.m. Bar closes never. Primordial Booze. View the lens through a caveman or a cave girl. <sighs> but yeah, so like I said, we're going to talk about um, the Kingsman movies. Um, so have, have any of you seen the Kingsman movies? I've seen all three. I love them. I saw the first two in the theaters. I didn't get around to seeing the prequel in the theater. Um, wasn't in there that long. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. Critics gave it good stuff, but it was only in theaters for maybe three weeks. Um, and that was just the three weeks I couldn't, I just couldn't get there, you know. I was really obsessed with corduroys, and it just consumed me for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, I missed the movie because I was ironing my corduroys. Um, so I could go to the Devil's Ball with the, uh, the divine Miss Sandy from, from Shop and Save. She's a cashier down right at the nine. Yeah, she's always looking, smiling. I said, uh, Sandy, you want to go to the Devil's Ball with me? I eat guys in the corduroys. And, uh, yeah. Because as we all know, corduroys make women just gush. The ladies love corduroys. Probably not. I don't think anybody does. I don't. I think corduroys are hideous and horrendous. I've only worn corduroys once in my life, and they were awful. Um, I sweat a lot in corduroys. I sweat a lot anyway. But corduroys, forget about it. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking clown. Corduroys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do like the Pearl Jam song, Corduroy, though. That's a good song. I don't want to take what you can't give. I would rather starve than eat your bread. I don't care what others want from me. Can't buy what I want because it's... The waiting drove me mad. You're finally here and I'm a mess. Oh, uh, yeah. Corduroy, Pearl Jam. Good song. Off of your album, Vitology great album um i know that program's not coming here i think i already bitched about that they're playing two shows in philly but they're not coming to pittsburgh or even columbus or cleveland or anywhere close enough that would be you know an acceptable trip to go see them and i noticed that um when the tickets went on sale for their tour they're charging 160 dollars for general admission you know what i mean like get the fuck out of here with that and you know, any veteran them always want to sit there and be like oh like corporations and corporate america and Ticketmaster and blah 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 yeah, they're sick and master are a bunch of crooks, but you can't sit there and fight the machine and then fucking, like, gouge people, you know? It's like, oh, screw those corporations. It's like, well, how much is your uh, concert? And it's like, oh, 160 bucks just to get in the door. Babe, sucker. And it's like, oh, that's completely, you know, the wrong thing. That's just like Rage Against the Machine. They've canceled all their, their reunion tour that they postponed. Um, since, you know, they're... Famous for one of their songs that says, you know, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. But then they fall in line with everything the government says. Um, so Ratum, R-A-T-M, Rage Against the Machine, bunch of fucking hypocritical dickheads. Oh, Tom Morello, all my guitar solos sound like a robot panicking. It's like, dude, you're not innovative. You're a fucking fuck. Your show on a Series XM fucking sucks. You're a clown. They're all fucking clowns, you know. They didn't stand behind Chris Cornell when he was fighting Hollywood's pedos, you know? Tom Morello, is a, he's everything wrong with this fucking world. Um, some overrated hack. 
piece of shit talking about, oh, privilege this, privilege that. Dude, you went to fucking Harvard on a free ride scholarship. Your dad was like a dentist. Your mom was a lawyer. You're like, you didn't fucking struggle coming up in the world. Um, and you're your fucking guitar solo. I don't care if you can make your guitar sound like a fucking, like I said, like a robot panicking or like a, a fucking turntable. Like, fuck you, you know? Oh, Tom Morello. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. Um, and that song you wrote in Audio Slave, Be Yourself, is like one of the worst solo, like guitar solos ever, ever contrived. You're a fucking clown. Your message is stale because you're not, you don't believe in it. And I can't believe that you're on the side of big government, big pharma, big corporations, big crayon, big belt, all of it, you know? Tom Morello probably wears a belt where, like, Tweety Bird's dressed like an SS soldier or something. Like, he's a fucking dickhead. Or he has a watch where Mickey Mouse is dressed like an SS soldier. Tom Morello, if you're listening to this ever, <laughs> fuck you. And you're fucking stupid. Oh, but I don't, I don't trim my guitar strings. You know how dangerous that is? And also, it's going to make your strings go out of tune a lot quicker. But also, you're, you're going to jab some guitar tech in the eye. Because you're like, oh, I like the aesthetic of, like, sloppy. And he never wears a shirt. And he's a fucking dick. And he does wear a shirt. It's like, rock against Bush. Rock against Bush. Yeah, George Bush is a war criminal and a fucking piece of shit and should be hung for treason. But don't go on your little political rants and then say nothing while the current tyranny and treason is going on in our country, Tom Morello. You sack of shit. Oh, here's my guitar solo. It's like, that's not a guitar solo. That's noise. And you're not cool. Like, Hendrix did that before you. Hillel Slovak was doing that before you. And you come on the scene and it's like, oh, look at this shit. And I like Rage Against Machines music. But you you have to separate the person from the art. Because if you don't, you'll just fucking end up hating the art. Because these celebrities in Hollywood, they're a bunch of fucking piece of shit cunts, dude. All of them. They're all a bunch of fucking dickheads. And yet, you really do have to separate the person from the art. Or a person from the music, or a person from the show or movie, because if you don't do that, you want it, you'll just be miserable. But yeah, Tom Morello, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I forget what his his show on SiriusXM is called. It's like Tom. It's like him and his mom hosting it. And he's like, oh look, my mom, who you know was a lawyer, but I'm still going to pretend like I was poor. Um, she's going to pick some good songs here, and she always picks like some Depeche Mode song, and it's like fuck you. It's like Anthony Anderson and his horrible, annoying ass mom. Um, like, I don't care about celebrities' families. I don't give a shit. You know, unless you're Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, I don't care. <laughs> I love Kurt Russell. I love Goldie Hawn. Kate Hudson's smoking hot. Oliver Hudson's a great actor and funny. Um, Kate Hudson's definitely got that oom um ching ching. But it's like, like I said, if you're not Kurt Russell or Goldie Hawn, like, go fucking suck a dick, you know? Hate you. But, um, anyway, we're going to talk about... <laughs> Anyway, we're going to talk about the Kingsman movies. Um, I really, really like them. And like, like I introduced y'all. I introduced y'all. Country y'all. Basketball. Oversized hoodies and Timberlands. Oversized hoodies and Timberlands. Tighten your belt. Tighten your belt. Oversized hoodies and Timberlands. Remember when rap was fun and they used to wear those kind of clothes or wear oversized jerseys? Now, it's, now rap's like, oh, I'm such like a... I'm such like a political activist. Or I wear skinny jeans, my balls getting smashed. If you wear skinny jeans, fuck you. Like, seriously. Skinny jeans. 
You need to let your balls breathe there, dude. You know what I mean? You can't just be smashing your boys all day. And what girl wants some dude wearing, like, skin-tight jeans? Some little priss that you want anything to do with, you know? Um, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But, uh, fuck skinny jeans. That's, that's where I go with that. I'm very against most fashion. Um, it might be because I'm fashionably loud. But I don't know. I don't know. Fashion, to me, a lot of it's just stupid. Um, like these dudes wearing these fucking like geek shirts and like bad goose clothing shirts. And, um, when I was at the, when I was speaking like people being D bags, um, I went and saw trapped at the craft house on Wednesday last week. And, uh, the opening band was some local band called nine Sundays where they were all just such fucking douches and their, their music sucks. And to give you an idea about what I'm talking about is like the bass player was some big meathead. Um, he had like a faux hawk, mohawk, whatever it's called. Um, I don't, I think it was a mohawk, but he still had hair. I don't know. He, he had some douchebag haircut. That's, that's what we need to get here. And he was wearing like Russell, like gym shorts and a, uh, you fucking idiot. Don't pull through a parking spot. This dude just pulled through like three parking spots and almost hit somebody. Like God fucking end the society now. Oh, I'm just going to be Rumpelstiltskin and drive through the parking lot. God forbid I back out. But, uh. I hate when people do that. You're not supposed to pull through parking spots, idiot. Um, but this fucking D-bag, the bass player was some huge douchebag with a mohawk wearing, like, Russell Athletics gym shorts and a T.J. Watt jersey. Yeah, rock and roll, T.J. Watt. Let's get some sacks, boys. And then both guitar players were wearing, like, that John Bel- or Jim Belushi, John Belushi, like, college shirt, which is, like, you, these dudes are, like, in their 50s, probably. The bass player is probably more our age, but... Everyone else in the band was definitely like 45, 50. So you're going to be on stage wearing a Steelers jersey, some novelty shirt from Spencer's Gifts or like the clearance rack at fucking Schiffelbinds or some bullshit or Pacatans, Gabe's or somewhere, OC Kloss, Busy Beaver, other stores that you, you should remember. Yeah, I got this shirt at Wicks Furniture, babe. Sat down on a couch, a little bell rang, and it brought me a shirt. Time for some sugar. No, but those guys are wearing that. The singer was wearing like some Guns N' Roses shirt. And the singer was like five foot nothing, face beat red the whole time, doing like these like dance moves. It's like, dude, you can't even sing. You should start, you should learn how to sing before you start dancing like a weirdo. And then the drummer had like some wife beater on and a hat on backwards and like was drinking out of like a Heathcliff fucking cup. And it's like, you guys, this is so fucking gay. (laughs) Seriously. Like you're going to wear a TJ Watt shirt on stage? Come on. Like, come on. Um, but I don't know. That's just like an observation. But I am excited. I can't wait for us to go. Those of us that are going to the Frank Zappa cover band there in May. I can't wait for that. The Furious Bongos. Let's get it going. Um, and on Sunday, March 10th, I'm going to go see a Tom Petty cover band at Jurgles. So that should be excellent. I, as you know, I love Tom Petty. Um, I, I fucking... Love Tom Petty. So I'm going to go see that Tom Petty cover band at Jurgles. It's like 14 bucks for tickets, I think. Um, I didn't get my ticket yet, but I got to get that soon. But I'm going to that, so that'll be fun. And uh, next, this coming Saturday, I will be going to see St. Paul and the Broken Bones, which I can't wait for. They're amazing live. Uh, I can't wait to go see them at the Roxian on Saturday. I'll be working my morning shift at Mex and then popping on down. I'm going to go zip jet on down or... McKee's Rocks. I'm going to be good. It'll be a good concert. I've got some parking. Because um, parking sometimes is weird down there. 
Um, if you don't get a spot in the free area or buy like a parking pass, you have to park at like the shopping center and walk 10 minutes. And I, I'm not fucking doing that. Dude. You know what I mean? I'm 38. I ain't doing that shit. I'd rather just pay the extra like 10 bucks to park than fucking walk 10 minutes and be pissed off. Not because I have to walk. It's just like, I don't want to fucking park at family dollar and walk over family dollar where you can like see the mice in the window, like folding silverware or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but that's some up and coming, exciting stuff there. Um, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, if you're not familiar, are fucking fantastic. So I'm very happy to be going there. Um, so yeah. Oh, I pulled through the parking spot, babe, and some guy looked at me. I think he was Garrett. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. He's probably going to the car wash, the automated car wash. Oh, I'm not going to get out and wash my own car. I'm going to just sit in there like a dickhead. You'll never look like a bigger dickhead than going through the automatic car wash with your sunglasses on and, like, your winter hat that's, like, barely on your head while your girlfriend or wife is, like, sitting in the seat next to you Googling, like, pizza near me so you can get some pizza on the way home. It's like, bitch, you should know where the pizza's at first off. And, dude, like, get out and wash your own car. Unless you're, like, physically unable to do so, get out and wash your own car. Do you love your car? I love my car. I get out and I scrub it. I wash it good. I wash it every week. I sweep it out every week. I keep my car very clean, very pristine, and I keep it smelling good all the time with my American flag, vanilla-flavored fucking uh, little tree air freshener that I bought like 100 million off of eBay like 10 years ago. And I put little air vents, air fresheners in the vents, and on the little cubbies on all the doors, I have Arm & Hammer odor eliminators in there. Not that my car smells, but you'll never get into my car and have it smell. Um, that is a guarantee, a promise, and fuck you. <laughs> but seriously, some fucking big douche being like, oh, you got some pizza on the way home, wife. It's okay, I'll Google pizza near me. And then she'll be unhappy with the choice, even though she made it. Ugh. Don't let women sulk you into submission, dude. You know, they're like fucking little kids. When they're acting up, just withdraw attention and then reward them for good behavior later. Don't ever, don't ever engage in arguing with some fucking fanatical woman about what kind of pizza she wants or you want. Um, it's just not worth it. Don't let them fucking henpeck you into hell or sulk you into submission to do what they bend to their whims. You know what I mean? Now I'm saying, not in crimes. Um, because they're never happy, no matter what you do. So just fucking do what you want to do. <laughs> not in an asshole rude way, but just like, don't let them fucking... You know, try to make, try to give you dirty looks and fucking increase the the tension in the room to get their fucking way. You know what I mean? They should be operating in your frame, buddy. That's the secret to life. Secret to life, lust, love, faith, happiness, anything. You know? Treat your lady well. I love women. Treat them well. But don't let them fucking walk all over you with their fucking bullshit. You know? That's a life lesson that every little kid should know. They should take every kid, every like 16-year-old should go to divorce court and watch how men get fucking screwed over in divorce court to teach them a valuable lesson before they head off to blowjob university to get their fucking wangs wrangled by some fucking whore, you know? I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. But uh, but anyway, the Kingsman movies. <laughs> um, the Kingsman movies, if you're not familiar, they star Taron Egerton, who, of course, played Elton John in the Elton John biopic. And I might have mentioned this before, but they're making an Anthony Kiedis biopic, which should be really fucking cool. Only I have no clue who could play him. I really don't. 
Um, they could probably find some actor to be the young Anthony Kiedis because that doesn't matter as much. Young, I'm talking like pre-Chili Pepper Anthony Kiedis, like age, um, open your eyes until 15. But the adult Anthony Kiedis, I have no idea who could play him, but that'll be good. And I want to go see the Bob Marley movie. Um, I haven't seen that yet. I think it just came out last week or the week before. So I'll probably see that at some point. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's a biopic, but he played out in John in the biopic. He was supposed to play Wolverine. He was supposed to replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in the Marvel movies, but I'm not sure what's going to happen with that now since Hugh Jackman's reprising his role in Deadpool three, but they're going to be pulling all kind of like multiverse shit. So maybe Taron Egerton will eventually be like the, uh, the new Wolverine. I don't know, but, uh, he's a good actor. Most of the stuff he's in, I like. Uh, his character in the movies is his name. His his code name, I think, is Eggsy or something. Um, I don't know. It, it's the movies are really cool. It, it surrounds the Kingsmen. It's like it's like a cool version of James Bond. The Kingsmen are like a secret service type of not secret service, like secret agent type of thing that you know exists in the world, and that they're really cool and exclusive, and you know do a whole bunch of covert shit. They're, they're, it's like James Bond if James Bond wasn't gay. Because I fucking... James Bond sucks. Um, Goldeneye was okay, but just because it, like I think we all have fond memories of the video game. And um, I never saw any of the Daniel Craig ones, and I don't want to. And I know that James Bond is now going to be played as a, by a black woman. Can't think of the actress's name. And that's fine, because James Bond's supposed to just be whoever. Like, James Bond is 007. You know, so 007 is whoever is 007. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, man, woman, original 007, whoever. You know, because there's like, what, 50 James Bond movies? Um, Roger Moore, Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig. And there might have been another guy. Um, and that's fine. They were supposed to cast, what's his face? Idris Elba as 007, which would have been fucking awesome. But, of course, every character has to be a woman now. So, keep force feeding that down everyone's throat as the feminization of America continues. Uh, but it, like I said, it, the Kingsman is like James Bond if it was cool, you know? Um, so the first movie, which follows the hero's journey, by the way, which every fucking story that's worth a damn, like I said before, follows the hero's journey. But, um, so his, Taron Egerton's character is like this street punk, um, whoever, doesn't know his father. His father, uh, later on, of course, like every movie, it's like, oh, his father was one of these people and he didn't know it type of thing. Um, and the, the agent that, like, takes him under his wing was, like, knew his dad and all, that kind of stuff, which happens in, like, a lot of movies. Um, oh, cool. Some guy's wearing one of the hoodies I have. That's nice. I usually don't see people wearing the same clothing as me. Um, might have to kill him. I don't know. Eh, you know what? He'll probably take himself out. He's chugging. He, he's double fisting orange sodas, so he'll probably take himself out pretty yeah, man. I'm saying, bro. So anyway, Taron Egerton's, Egerton's character is, um, like I said, he's just some fucking street punk. But really, they like he has a lot of potential, yada yada yada. So he's reluctant at first. So he gets arrested. I forget exactly. I haven't watched the first one. Came out in 2014. I haven't watched the first one in quite a while. It's it's, it's really good. Samuel Jackson's the bad guy. Mark Hamill's in it. Um, Colin Firth is in it. Um. It's a good movie. It really is. I can't think of any of the, the girls in it. There's like two younger girls in it that are also agents. The one girl I think is was in the Harry Potter movies. I don't remember. I never actually saw the Harry Potter movies, to be honest with you. Um, not my kind of thing. But uh, I don't know. I just don't. I was never into Harry Potter. I just don't 
give a shit about it. Um, what was her name? I, it's the girl from Harry Potter, I think. I don't know. Harry Potter. Or Harry Schwatter. Um, so anyway, so he's, he gets arrested for something, and they're like, we'll drop the charges if you do, like, join our fucking thing or whatever, which never really happens in real life, but that happens in, like, every movie. It's like, oh, you destroyed 30 city blocks? Well, here, p- join our secret covert government organization, and then we won't do anything to you. <laughs> it's like, sure thing, boss. Anything else I can do for you ladies? Maybe uh, sing you a song, dance around the table like a maniac. Maybe I can iron your robes. Not sexually, like literally, your robes are real wrinkled up. Bunch of dickheads. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a weird Sunday right now. Um, it's a weird kind of Sunday. Putting on my boots, eating lots of fruit. Something, something, something. Put the TV on mute. Uh, I don't know. The Penguins better fucking win today. They're they're toast. They're not gonna make the playoffs. It pisses me off. They 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 have they're what twenty nine games left. And they have to win like nineteen of them to even have a chance. They ain't gonna happen. So this will be uh, the first time in what since two thousand two two thousand three that they missed the playoffs two years in a row. Way to go, way to go, guys. Um, now that ain't Crosby's fault. Crosby's having a phenomenal year, you know. Speaking of that, Austin Matthews for the Maple Leafs. Holy shit. 52 games or 52 goals in 54 games so far. Like, that's crazy. Um, but anyway, so he joins this secret group and they show him the ropes. They show him, like, um, well, first he has to go through this whole thing, this whole training thing where it's like, uh, what are you fucking pointing at? Some dickhead just drove by and was pointing at me. Like, I'll fucking corpse you up. I can't stand when people stare at me. You know what I mean? It makes me feel like I'm some kind of fucking subhuman monster that when people stare at me. I get stared at all the time. And I'm sure it's because of my masculinity and my um, voluptuousness. But it's like, hey, don't fucking stare at people. My favorite thing to say when that happens is, hey, you got a staring problem, dude. You got a staring problem, bro. Hey, I stare at me, bro. But uh, no, I hate when people stare at me. I really do. Um, it pisses me off to no end. Um, it just does, you know? Makes me want to go down to primordial booze and get myself a big old turkey leg. Um, but we call it a dinosaur leg. <laughs> As we all know, dinosaurs did not exist. Um, they're covering up the existence of dragons. Um, so yeah, dinosaurs, if you look it up, they've never found an entire skeleton. And all the stuff in the museums and shit are like bolted together with like fucking caulking and sonochrome or something. Um, but yeah, they, they call them dinosaurs, but they're just covering up the existence of dragons as they continue to cover up the old world. Um, but I digress. Um, I don't think you guys are ready for that, that conversation. Um, so you'll just call me crazy anyway, and that's fine. You can call me mint jelly cause I'm on the lamb. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I'm just a fool for love, you know, just like any old boy. But so they make him go through this training thing and there's like all the trainings kind of like fucked up and. They make you think that other, the other, like, trainees die. It's all pretty much designed to, like, fuck with him. You know what I mean? To make sure he can actually go through with it and go through the missions and everything. Um, and it's fucking, uh, it's awesome. It's cool. And then, anyway, him and the one girl end up being the two people. I think there's, like, 14 people that, like, are brought in to try out to be a new agent, a new Kingsman. Um, so him and this girl end up being the new agents. And they, they get shown the ropes, get their special weapons and... All kind of cool shit, which is awesome. 
And the bad guy in the movie is Samuel L. Jackson, who plays this eccentric billionaire who uh, offers these free cell phones and everything to, like, everybody in the world. But secretly, there's, like, chips in them that fuck you up. And you have to accept, like, his uh, his SD card that they put into your body, which they can activate to essentially make you explode. You know what I mean? Um, and this happens to Mark Hamill. Uh, he's, like, some scientist who... Um, was working on something for him, but Samuel L. Jackson didn't trust him anymore, so they send, like, some... Uh... Or no, that's not how it happens. He's, he's some guy who's working for Samuel Jackson, and one of the Kingsmen comes to, like, interrogate him, and Mark Hamill gets, like, all fucking stressed out and crazy, and since he has this thing in him that it's designed, like, when your heartbeat reaches a certain rate, it just, like, explodes you. Um, and all the people that accepted the free cell phone, accepted the free thing, don't realize that that happens to them. Um, and shit goes crazy and everything goes nuts. And they can also like through the cell phone, they can use a certain frequency, which they do this in real life. Anyway, they can MK ultra mind control you with certain frequencies and shit. They can't, that's 100% confirmed. Go look it up. They can do that. So the whole thing, what, what Samuel Jackson's character wants to do essentially is get everybody to get these free phones with these free cards that are injected in them and everything. Um, and then turn the frequency up and just make people go fucking ape shit and kill each other. That That's his whole plan. And so he has this big ass bunker where like all these elites are and they think that they don't have the, they, they think they're immune from his thing. And so does he. Um, but the Kingsmen eventually what happens is they like switch the frequency where it just makes everybody go fucking nuts. And there's a scene in the church with Colin Firth, who's like the badass agent where, um, He's in this church and like everybody, the frequency gets turns on and like everyone just starts attacking him and the frequency affects him too. And just makes him like hyper, hyper violent and crazy. And it's just like Google, like Kingsman church scene. It's fucking phenomenal. It is so gory and so bloody. He pretty much kills the entire church, <laughs> like a hundred people that come out of him. He just fucking viciously kills everybody. It's awesome. I think it's, it's set to Freebird, I believe like the actual ending of Freebird, like the solo and everything. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, just YouTube Kingsman church scene and watch it. It's fucking awesome. Um, then once he kills them, he comes out of the church. He finally calms down. Samuel Jackson's character there, and they shoot him in the fucking head. Um, and you think he's dead, but he's not. In the second movie, he's back. You'll, you, you can We'll talk about that, but you think that he's dead. So at this point, Eggsy's on his own with that female agent and the other agent, Merlin, who's played by... I can't remember the actor's name, but he's awesome. But uh, they go, and they eventually... Uh, defeat everybody. Samuel Jackson dies and like everything's whatever. And they don't realize like Colin first character is still alive. And you find out in the second movie how that's possible, but they shoot him in the fucking head. Um, and so the first movie ends with like, everything's cool. Like Samuel Jackson's defeated. Uh, the frequencies are turned off. Like, um, people aren't going nuts, but for a while people start going fucking crazy. And like when the frequency gets turned off, they're all, there's like people like halfway through stabbing somebody that just like go back to normal and like drop their weapon. Like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Um, which is kind of, it's a pretty scary thought because you know, they can actually, it's proven that they can do shit like that. Um, fuck with you with frequencies and shit like that, especially people that are in MK ultra and stuff like they can definitely fuck with them. But that's how the first movie ends. Like I said, the movie came out. I can't believe that movie came out 10 years ago. Now that I say it, say it out loud, I didn't realize it was 10 years old, uh, but it's, it's a really fun movie. It's good. It's definitely worth a watch. The first one. Um, and that takes us into the second one. Yeah, so that, this takes us into the second movie now, which is a direct sequel to the first one, because the third movie's a prequel. Um, but so the second movie, like any second movie, ups the action, ups the uh, the stakes, adds some new characters, 
Everyone's happy. Everyone's just doing so good today. Hey, you're doing so good. You're doing good. Just keep going. Um, so the second one's called The Golden Circle. I think it came out in 20, I want to say 16, possibly 17, but I think 16. Um, and this one is, Elton John's actually in this movie, interestingly, interesting, interestingly enough. Um, so it's not Susan Sarandon. It's some, I forget the fucking lady's name. Julianne Moore is the bad guy in this one. Um, and so she's selling this drug to everybody that pretty much kills them. It fucks them up slowly takes over their nervous system and kills them. They eventually get paralyzed and just spew blood out of their fucking face. But she, she, she packages it as this fucking drug that all these kids are taking and think it's cool. Um, and so the Golden Circle is like, this is her base or whatever, where she like has this weird like 1950s style town that she like created. And like, it's, it's real fucking weird. Um, but then you eventually link up like Eggsy. What happens is they attack the Kingsman's base um, and kill like 99% of the Kingsmen. So kind of like an order 66 type of thing where Palpatine killed like most of the Jedi or whatever. Um, so they kill these, they kill like a majority of the Kingsmen. There's still like a handful left, but they're not engaged in this movie after that whole thing happens. Um, and Eggsy's female friend gets blown up in the movie for real. There's not like the typical Hollywood nowadays where like nobody actually fucking dies. Bullshit. Which is so stupid, because Hollywood does that shit where they just revive people, or like, oh, they didn't actually die. It's like, there's no emotional reverence to the fucking death then. Like, who cares if somebody dies in the movie, if you're just going to bring them back? Um, and I know that I said that, and like, Colin Firth's character didn't really die in the first one. <laughs> but uh, there's a good explanation for why he didn't die. Not just like time travel, or multiverse, or all this other lazy, lazy writing um, that Hollywood does now. Even in cartoons and shit, everything is multiverse, or alternate reality so we can just pick and pull anybody back in you know what i mean or like transferring consciousness into somebody or some far out fucking bullshit just let the person die you know what i mean let the character die so there's actually some consequence for what happens you know um and so they, they their headquarters get blown up and they're all in distraught and it's just merlin i can't remember the guy who plays the character of merlin but he's fucking cool he ends up dying later while he's singing country home Crunchy Roads by John Denver. It's awesome. Uh, he ends up sacrificing himself to save everyone else. And that's fine. Um, and so they're all distraught and they don't know. And then they find like this clue um, where it's like a whiskey company thing. Because the Kingsmen are over in England. And then like they find like this in like the vault of like the Kingsmen thing that's still there in the rubble. They find like this address for like this whiskey company in America. And they're like, oh, well, this has to mean something. So let's go fucking check it out. And when they get there, it turns out that they're like, they get to the place and it's like, it's Channing Tatum and Jeff Bridges and Pedro Pascal and Halle Berry um, operating. And it turns out like they're like the American version of the Kingsman, which I can't, I think at this point in time, I don't know if I can't remember off the top of my head what they're called, but they're like the American version of the Kingsman. I forget what they're, they're called something cool, but I don't, I don't remember. So I'm sorry. They're loyal listener. Oh, consumer of consumerism. Oh, decadent dowisher of wet puss. I don't fucking remember. So I'm sorry. You have to look it up. But um, they're the American version. And they're cool. Like Pedro Pascal's character, even though he turns out to be a traitor, is cool. Channing Tatum's obviously awesome because he always is. Halle Berry's okay. She was in like Dawn Wick 3 that year too. So I, she, Halle Berry's career is very odd. Um, she's like was storming the X-Men. 
then she did all these like weird rom-coms and weird like uh thrillers and stuff and then she's also in like a bunch of action movies she has a very weird she chooses very odd roles for you know an aging female actress, I guess would be the case, but she's usually fine in most things. She was really cool in the John Wick three and she's fine in this one too. She plays like a nerdy tech person for the, I can't remember what they're called. It's like the whiskey men or something. I forget, but it's cool. And so they get in bed with the American version to help them try to find out like who attacked them, who tried to kill them. Yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? And all kind of cool stuff happens. They go to like, I think they go to some, some huge music festival to, to track down where all the drugs are. And, uh, you know, Channing Tatum gets, he ends up banging somebody that took the drugs and he gets infected too. And then you find out that they're the ones that's, that's the link that I was forgetting that you find out that they're the ones that like arrived at the scene right after Colin Firth got shot in the head and they sprayed some like weird chemical gel on him that's supposed to like heal your brain injury. So the whole movie, this whole second movie, Colin Firth's character is like kind of like having amnesia and kind of trying to remember everything. And he lost an eye during the whole review because they shot him like through the eyeball. Um, and so this whole movie, he's trying to figure shit out. And then like him, Taron Egerton's character and Pedro Pascal are like on a mission. And you can kind of tell like Pedro Pascal is a little bit shady, but you don't really know why. Um, and Colin Firth knows that this dude's like shady, but no one believes him because he's like kind of crazy still from getting his head shot. Um, but then eventually like it all comes full circle. And he really realized Pedro Pascal was like betrayed them. Um, because he wants his wife took the drug and died and he wants like all the drug users to die. Some, it's some contrived thing where like he wants the people they're trying to save to die or something like that. Um, but it's, there's a ton of awesome action scenes. Um, Julianne Moore, like her henchman takes the drug when he shouldn't him and out, him and out and John are like banging. And so she ends up putting him in a, into like a meat grinder and serving him as a hamburger to his friend. <laughs> like there's a lot of really weird stuff in the second one, but it's, it's a really awesome movie. I might even watch it tonight uh, when I get home. Maybe I'll watch it after the Penguin game. It's really cool. Um, and that's because it's kind of the same deal. Where, like the first one, J.M.L. Jackson wanted to kill everybody. And then this one, Julianne Moore wants to kill everybody. Um, and I forget exactly. I think they stab her with a needle or something that gives her the same effects that like the people that take the drug do so she gets um paralyzed and dies and has blood spewing all out of her body and shit um and colin firth like regains all of his memories and regains everything channing tatum's fine because they find a cure for him and then like i said the guy that plays merlin which i can't think of his name but he's in so many things um it really bothers me that i can't think of his name but he dies um helping everybody and like elton john helps them fight because he was being held captive by Julianne Moore because she wanted him to play concerts every night or some weird shit. Like I said, there's a lot of weird stuff in the second one. But it's good, and it ends with everything. You know, they defeat her. Everything's fine. They rest. They pay tribute to Merlin for dying. The character Merlin. It's not like the wizard. It's just his code name. Because the Kingsman's code names were all like knights. King Arthur's knights' names. I can't remember. They call him Eggsy, but that's not his code name. And I think Colin Firth is Lancelot or... I forget, but um, that movie ends, and it ends with, like, them, they're trying to rebuild the Kingsman, and then Channing Tatum's character comes over to England to, like, learn their ways or whatever. Uh, Jeff Bridges survives, because he's, Jeff Bridges is fucking awesome. He really is. Um, but that's how the second one ends, and that's, like, that was the lead-up to the next one they were supposed to make, and then they made the prequel instead of the sequel. 
Um, so the sequel is supposed to come out either this year or next year. I think 2025, maybe. But the prequel came out in 2022, I believe. Yes. Um, and it was good. It was just called King's Men. And it followed, like, the origination of the King's Men, like, in the early 1900s during the beginnings of World War One, And they put all their stuff into, like... Uh, it, it's not solely based off true history, if you want to believe that any kind of history is true, which it's not. But they they use historical characters like in their story very well, and Ray Fiennes is like the lead in this one. And uh, the the, the prequel is pretty good. It just kind of shows like how they got started, how they how the Kingsmen got started, like what they did, their big first mission um, around there. It, it's it's worth a watch. Uh, the first two are way better, but the third one's not. Like, the prequel's not bad. You know what I mean? Uh, it's pretty good. It's worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. Everything's worth a watch, sir. Got any porridge for me, bitch? Pour me some porridge. But yeah, that was the uh, that's the Kingsman movies. You know what I mean? Uh, check them out. They're worth a watch. The first two for sure are worth a watch. So if you and Babe are snowed in and want to watch some spy movies, get yourself a big old sandwich ring and watch the Kingsman movies, girls, boys. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really great. <laughs> They're great, and the prequel's worth watching, too. It's just not the same tone or feel, and it shouldn't be. It takes place... I think the first one takes place in, in like, 2015. Um, and the second one's, like, two years later, but the, the prequel takes place, like, right before World War One. So, of course, it shouldn't feel the same as the other movies. You know what I mean? Now, that Mountain Crayons. You know, me and Mama, we were like... The, we loved watching sequels, you know? She used to come home and we would just watch sequels all the time. She would make a joy. She would make sauce. Mama would be stirring the sauce and I'd be rewinding the VHS. And we made a joy. <laughs> oh, how stupid that character is, but I fucking love it. Mama made sauce. She was so tired of the sequels. So we ended up watching, uh, What's, what's, what's that movie with that guy? <laughs> we ended up watching Dragnet or Turner and Hooch or some stupid early Tom Hanks bullshit. Although the early Tom Hanks stuff, like when he was just straight comedy, he was pretty good. Even though he's a huge pedophile and a rapist and a terrible person, uh, his early movies are pretty funny. Because Tom Hanks early on, he was just uh, a comedy guy. And he had that stupid cross-dressing show, Bosom Buddies. Um, there's some really weird video on YouTube or Twitter pops up on Twitter all the time. And it's like behind the scenes and it's Tom Hanks dressed like a woman, like rubbing his fucking dick. Uh, really weird, but he's, he's a huge pedophile and a huge, uh, child sex trafficker as well. But the beginning part of his career was all comedy. Like the movie with him and, um, John Candy volunteers is great. The Burbs is great. Money Pit's great. Um, Turner and Hooch, all, all that good stuff. He, he's had a very, strange career trajectory as well because he was straight comedy and he was on sitcoms then he got a lot of serious roles and then you know like the green mile and saving private ryan and all the uh what are the angels and demon movies that he did i forget well the ones where it's like why well, can't i think of the name right now i don't know you know what movie i'm fucking talking about uh but yeah he's a huge pedophile he always uh there's a big one of the big pedophile pedophilia symbols is like the typewriter missing keys and he's always posting pictures of, of a typewriter missing keys. 
And then he he also posts pictures of little kids' gloves. And he's like, oh, I just like posting pictures of kids missing gloves. It's like, no, you like raping people. Um, that being said, he's a great actor. <laughs> I mean, you can't deny Tom Hanks has great chops. I mean, Forrest Gump. Um, which the, the, the real villain in Forrest Gump is Jenny, you know? She only wants to be with Forrest after she already has AIDS. Um, horrible person. But, uh, but yeah, but that, that's the Kingsman King's movies. I hope you enjoyed me talking about them. I uh, await the release of the fourth one, which I think, like I said, it, it, I think it comes out in 2025. Which seems like it's far away, but it's really not. Um, but they're great movies. Taron Egerton's a great actor. I hope it inspires you to go watch them, because I'd love to have a conversation about it. We could go get Scrabble and talk about the Kingsman movies and really get into the grit of it, dog. Um, but yeah, so I hope you enjoy your Sunday. Thanks for listening. Um, I kind of have the next episode plotted out. I think so. But, um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And as always, I, I, I really do appreciate it. I hope you all know that. And everyone who's consistently listened since day one, and even the new listeners and all that, I really appreciate it. Um, I do. It, it touches my heart. Like, oh, God. I look down at my... <laughs> I'm wearing, like, a, this stupid oversized, like, green... Uh, hoodie I have and I look down at my chest and like the the neck thing the stupid rope necks I know it's not the right term but like the things you you have on your hoodie it was sitting on my belly and I I look like a stink bug so I was like I was thrown off for a minute but from the bottom of my heart just like a crab in the ocean I, I appreciate you listening I really do um like I said I would love to do a 9-11 episode and have everybody on that would be great um, I'm holding off. I want to do a couple other Incubus episodes because I want to get back to like reviewing the albums and not just the whole band. Um, and I love doing the music episodes. I love doing all the episodes, but I, the music ones for me, I, they're like, I can just flow right through them real quick. You know what I mean? Not that I want to get them out of the way and done real quick. I just, I just think the music ones for me personally, I think I can just flow. You got to flow with it. You got to go with it. You got to get it tight and get it right. Banging that puss. I don't know. But uh, like I say, every episode, tell your people, tell the people in your life you love, you love them. Tell your family you love them. Um, if you have a family, learn CPR, learn the homelick maneuver. You could save your save your family's life someday. Um, get that shit going. Get it, get, it, get it right. Get it tight. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. Oh, man. There's some girl walking across the parking lot just fucking slanking it. Looks like she's getting to return something. Well, this didn't work, so I need to return it. Is that okay? <laughs> but yeah, I gotta go. So thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. And as always, don't forget to shake those motherfucking knees. <laughs>
cream base? Orange-chested Randy. Reginald Creation. Lapdog Listener. Sweeper Arthritis. Big old sandwich. Day-old lettuce. Choir without a church. Church without a choir. Public restroom. Private best room. Couch malloy. Tinfoil deploy. Rainbow crevice. Slacks in Devis. Clown broom. Clown shroom. Triple-eyed cake. Triple-eyed rake. Glow-in-the-dark panties. Orange-chested Randy for the second time. Brown bag in it. Gross lunch. Soggy sandwich. Marriage punch. <laughs> mud walk. Mud flock. Basketball rack. Pool hall stack. Licking frogs. Kellogg's logs. Triple H. Quadruple Randy. Upstairs flag. Downstairs rag. Menstruation. Moon cycle lem- lemen- lamenting. Moon cycle causes menstruation. Menstruation caused by moon cycle. Tire crow. Hair bow. Won't you all go on a mud walk? That was the latest erotic poem. Mm-hmm.